Yeah. yeah. What's going on, everybody? This is Dr. Chris Featherstone here with a special guest, a friend of mine who's been on here uh, a few times already. Uh, but uh, as a as a guest now, he's a, uh, a co-host with me today. He is none other than former WWE announcer Hugo Savinovich. How are you, my man? I'm here having a great time. And thank you for being so passionate with wrestling. I love to check you out. I saw you uh, last week, I believe, with our vice president of Lucha Libre Line, Michael mm-hmm. Morales, and our good friend, Bill Apter. And you guys, I mean, you guys know what you're doing there. Thank good. you, man. I appreciate it. Always always a pleasure, man. Speaking of Lucha Libre Online, let the listeners know, man, y'all are doing some awesome work over there. Thank you very much. Uh, Royal Rumble, for instance, uh, we had like a record setting. We had our three reporters uh, invited by Triple H and WWE. And uh, during the Royal Rumble, uh, the two days, I believe, we did like 56 interviews. Wow. <laughs> this is like unheard of. And of course, you know that we, we always put over the product and we're not doing what we do to make anybody look bad. We, we are passionate about it. And, and Triple H knows that we, we, we are good for their business too. And we have, we reach an audience that uh, perhaps they, they, don't, they don't follow them too much and we're making them see what's going on with WWE, especially right now. Yeah, 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 absolutely. That's uh, that's fantastic, man. Uh, and uh, you are the uh, you're the president of LLO, and uh, and um, uh, Michael's the VP. No, I'm I'm like the the guy that 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 works for them. Yes, I'm, okay. I'm one I'm one I'm one of the partners, but it's uh, Javier Gonzalez is the president. Michael is our lawyer and uh, vice president. It's always good to have a good lawyer yes. as as your vice president, yes. especially yes. in our industry. And it's really good federal speciality of cases. So it's always good. And 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 you know you have as a guest that uh, he knows what he's talking about. And uh, oh, and yeah. we have a, and we have a bunch of good talented reporters, yeah. photographers, the guys that do the edit, uh, the, the designers. One point, uh, I think even uh, Tony Khan said, man, your, your graphics are better than mine. <laughs> you, you know, we have, we have good, talented people. We That's have great. really good, good people. Yes, fantastic. Presentation is key, man. If you're having some, uh, if you have good graphics and uh, you know a good presentation, man, it, that, that goes a long way. So that's uh, that's fantastic. So yes, our audience. You know, it doesn't matter if you're Japanese, Spanish, American, aficionado. Uh, one thing about the our people, our our wrestling aficionados, is they don't like uh, to see anything it's, that it's not done you know, almost perfect. Yeah. Our, our, our crowd demands excellence and they will yeah. not settle for less because this is not like a season uh, sports event. This is, you know, the whole year. It's mm-hmm. 365, 24-7 and our people expect to see the best in, yeah. in, in, in their lucha, their wrestling. Yeah, absolutely. Fantastic, man. Where, where can they find you on uh, the interwebs as far as... Uh, all that jazz is Twitter and all that stuff as far as Lucha Libre online. Yeah. 
Instagram, Lucha Libre on, online, uh, Facebook, Lucha Libre online, our YouTube uh, channel, uh, always with the Lucha Libre online, uh, and that's it. LuchaLibreOnline.com, whatever you want to go, it's there. And and we are 24-7. Sometimes at 4 o'clock in the morning, I'm sitting down, uh, giving them the latest uh, storylines. So by the time uh, other people are covering at, at 8 o'clock, I already have it on at 4. And there's always somebody a guy from Spain or somebody from Mexico or somebody from Puerto Rico or somebody from the States. Somebody's always reporting something in Lucha Libre Online and we love the wrestling and we're not uh, against anyone. We want the small guys to succeed yeah. as much as the big, big leagues. And for us, uh, everybody wins because I have friends or people that I am their pastor in, in every company. So oh. to me, it's I love for everybody to be successful because all of those guys and girls, they have their own dreams and their own families. And you know uh, how much of sacrifice for their bodies. Uh, oh. This this business is it's, it's, it's tough. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's the glamour of the people think it's not, uh, you know, when you have to travel and be at the airport at four o'clock in the morning or a radio interview at six and uh, then get two hours of, of, of gym workout and then put a good show at nighttime and then sometimes you leave from the arena uh, quick bite to eat and then uh, to the airport and take that uh, three o'clock or, or the, the last flight out of whatever city you're in it's tough so uh, we try we try to be there to help them whatever they have uh, that we could help them with their merchandise you know we're always there we're always yeah. there for them yeah. For those, uh, there's some people in the comments thinking that we're ending the show. No, we're just getting started, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we're just getting started. So uh, <clears throat> a lot of a lot of times people uh, when they're when they're interviewing people as hosts, they they tack on the uh, the, the plugging at the end of the show. But no, I want to I want to plug yourself at the beginning of the show, man, because people need to know about LLO in the beginning and the end of the show. So that's uh, <clears throat> that's that's great. Fantastic, man. And I, and I, I uh, really commend you for what you just said. You said that some pe- a lot of people have their stuff out at eight o'clock in the morning, but you get out, you get up at 4 a.m. and be sure that you are ahead of the curve. And that's, you know, I, I, I was a before I became a more of a pundit and a uh, and a commentator and a podcaster, I was grinding just like you are, man. And I writing for Sports Illustrated, Fox Sports, and I wrote for Sports Keto for a while and a bunch of other uh, pro wrestling sites. And I was really, really big on and, and me and, and Rizzo and I, you know, we still have this uh, conversation now, man, because I break news. I'll get stuff from inside WWE and I'll, and I'll give it to them and stuff like that. And and I'm like, man, we got to get it out. We got to get it out you know? <laughs> because yeah. because of that. From a from a journalist standpoint, it's like we got to get this stuff out before everybody else does, and we have to be right there, ready to rock and roll, be ahead of the curve, so we can have that first story broke, and for everyone to you know go after it subsequently. So it's the it's the grind and the hustle and bustle when it comes to journalism. It's a it's a it's a thrilling thing, man. Once you really commit yourself into it, it's very thrilling. So yeah, and, we, and if we get news from Sports Kita, we give it credit. You know, yep. if it's a picture with the story or if it's me uh, giving the news, we always give credit to the source. And uh, we just literally we just don't get 
stuff from just anybody because they're there on their page. Right. It has to be a reliable sources, and we're we're very passionate. So it's to me, it's like uh, when Michael said, "Hey." Um, uh, they want you to be a guest. I say yes, because I I have fun uh, working with people that I know, respect her, the industry, and they are they, they love what what they do. And it shows because uh, there's a lot of people that make money out of uh, our sport. That that that's what they do. They just make money. They don't care if they hurt it or or, or not. As long as they make the money, it's nothing wrong with making the money. As long as you do a great job, and don't, you don't have to be an aficionado, but at least respect it. That that's yeah. that's my my only thing. Respect the news, and you know, don't be putting out there eighty percent of your of your stuff. It's not uh, it's not reliable source, and then uh, it, they don't even some of them don't even go back and say, "Hey, we were wrong." They just let it go. Yes, you know, that's, exactly. that's, that's that that is terrible. That is, I hundred percent agree with that, man. One hundred percent agree with that. Yeah. So uh, that's that's a great segue. So for someone who is uh, a reporter uh, for for Lucha Libre Online, and you know, what are some some heavy heavy stories going on in the world of professional wrestling that are some of the biggest stories on the site that we can that we can discuss today? Yes. Well. Uh, the scandal of Vince McMahon, uh, John Laronetti's, uh, the name of Brock Lesnar mentioned and then disappearing. You know, it's it's been very hurtful for uh, people think it's just a WWE thing. And, and I believe that it's wrong, that it, it affects all of us. Sure. Be- because it, just because it has the logo of Vince and WWE, uh, you know, it's part of what we do. And uh, fortunately, uh, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson came in and uh, their their way of doing things, uh, I always always tell fans that uh, sometimes things happen that we don't plan. And we did that match in Toronto. Carlos Cabrera and I uh, were doing the Spanish. Jim Ross and the King were doing English. Sky Dome, and it, and it looked easy. Uh, Hollywood Hulk Hogan was going to be the heel. Uh, of course, the Rock, the babyface. In less than one minute, the fans yeah. made Hulk the babyface. And then in less than 40 seconds, he just lifted the eyebrow. And boom, we had the heel Rock. And and, and who knew that that was going to happen uh, on this time? And the Rock, even though he is so hot, one of the top stars in, in the history of the WWF, WWE era, and of course, Hollywood. And he... And he is risking it all because people say, oh, man, but he's getting 30 million. Yes, it's good money. But remember, he has money. Right. You know, he just did the deal of the two football leagues uh, together, XFL, USFL. And then he owns uh, property of producing products. Mm -hmm. He he's a big brand. Mm -hmm. And for him to when he appeared on that smackdown in the middle of this whole mess, it, it meant to me how much from his grandfather chief uh high chief peter might be uh, rocky johnson and him and all all the the, the big samoan family the the real bloodline story align it's it's is that they're real he has the money but he was willing to come in and put his name there mm-hmm. and in the middle of this crisis this pandora box that opened uh Hardly, not too many people are talking about that. The stocks, uh, the, there were predictions from experts that it was, was going to come down to $70. I haven't checked today, but it hasn't reached that uh, that point. And 
and that is the rock factor, the Cody Rhodes factor, and in a way, CM Punk, uh, the the operations, uh, Charlotte getting operated, it just made the people realize how how dangerous our 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 sports is, but also uh, how somebody is so passionate like The Rock that is willing to turn heel. I mean, you know, and not just turn heel. You know, he went out of his way with, with the whole thing that he did, talking about uh, people, and uh, I don't know if people are familiar with that, but you don't really talk about that, especially right in Utah at the, uh, at the Coliseum. You don't do that. That is like a, that is like, like a no, no, you don't talk. And he used the word inbred and all that and this and that. And, of course, we know he's playing the most successful, you know, character of his whole acting career. Yeah. Doing, thi doing this showcase of the rock that is the biggest film the only thing is here you don't have a director to do that part 10 20 times this is you do it it's live and you only got one shot yeah and, and that's what the rock is doing and it has like i mean even from small countries that don't follow lucha or wrestling uh they call me and they said you know can you talk to us about what is this because they don't they don't understand why the rock has to come back to a place where it's it's right now into a lot of controversy and and perhaps a federal investigation and all of that and, and you know so to me uh, that is the biggest story the biggest story is uh, of course with the dream match was supposed to be bloodline who's the real head of the table the rock and roman and perhaps at one point that will happen but right now it's bloodline together uh, how to stop uh, cody and i think because of how much people got into Cody and the sentimental part and, and all of that, I think that nobody can rule in, in the heart of a fan. And the fans, you know, that's what they want. Mm -hmm. And they made The Rock rocky again. And, and we have like a brand new story leading us to, of course, more stories down, down the line. Sure. Yeah, you know, <clears throat> I, I, I've went to x or twitter uh, about my thoughts on <clears throat> modern day wwe fans i'm very critical <laughs> toward many of them uh but i do want to give a lot of credit credit to the rock and you can tell that yes he's you know he hasn't he's really in and out <clears throat> uh, very very sparse appearances but and I said this before on my other shows. One thing I like and respect the heck that the uh, the heck about the Rock is that he gets legit goosebumps every time he comes out, and that's a shoot. I mean, he 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 does a he does a close up to his goosebumps because he really still enjoys the business, and I and I appreciate that for someone who does not need the WWE whatsoever, still coming in and paying it forward. I can respect that, and I can respect the fact that he's willing to improvise. I still, I'm still not sold. Like, I, I don't I think the the jury's still out on what the actual match is going to be at WrestleMania, whatever, however that comes about. But I think that the Rock Roman was, you know, is originally and was originally the the the, the uh, matchup. I don't think that that necessarily is off the table. And that's that's an interesting thing. I think that it's still not necessarily off the table, but I think that the Rock is willing to do. <clears throat> 
whatever it takes and willing to make call those audibles and recalibrate to get to the end goal. So if the next few weeks, if it's willing for him to heal up real high, he understands the business enough for him to be this mega heel. Cause a lot of times the, the biggest baby faces were once the biggest heels. Yes. And that's that pendulum effect. The more you heal it up and get that and arouse that crowd in a negative way, the more that they love you when you swing the other way, you know what I mean? And so I think that the, the rock knows that he's a, he, he's, he's a student of the game and he's, work in the crowd because I do think at the end of all this fans will be cheering the rock at WrestleMania. I'll oh yeah. That yeah. yeah. And and I know right now it's the villain that that the character that he's doing that they they need it. They yes. they they needed the 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 Hollywood rock. They needed like the NWO Hulk Hogan. They needed that because right now Fans want to forget about the Pandora Pandora's box that has opened, yeah. and and they just want to concentrate on give me a good storyline, and mm -hmm. and I just believe that from here to WrestleMania, uh, they uh, as crazy as it sounds, they, they might be going with a tag team the first night, yeah. you know, bloodline together against uh, Seth and Cody, and yeah. and I think where the angle can can happen is the second night for the title of Cody almost completing uh, that and the, the Usos or whatever, trying to stop it and it looking like the, that's going to happen with The Rock giving his cousin uh, the victory over Cody. But for him to turn on Roman yeah. and, and have this Hollywood ending with Cody, and then you still have that dream match of Bloodline. Who's the head of the table, you know, having The Rock and and Roman, but I, mm -hmm. I think that it is so hot right now that whatever you do with Dwayne, with The Rock, you always have to remember that in reality, he is like the law. He is uh, uh, one of the directors at TKO, not just mm -hmm. of WWE, but of TKO, yeah. which is the world of UFC and uh, the world of WWE. And I think that's why we had uh, the mixture on uh, UFC uh, of the fighter challenging in Raw, uh, yeah. you know, the, the, the bad boy of UFC. Yeah, uh, so, better, yeah. Yes. So to me, I think because of their, they belong to the same company. Yeah. Now, we, I would not be surprised to have the, the UFC cage yeah. as one of the attractions on, on the night, uh, on the first night, on the night, Wherever they put the uh, the tag team match uh, of if they do the Cody and and Steph against Bloodline, I think that could be a night for the UFC cage uh, of the Bible because because they, it belongs to the same company and it will not lose credibility because it will be inside the cage. And the only thing is they cannot have it in UFC because uh, of the violation of steroids that there's no way that Connor will pass any any test. I don't care how many companies you change that do the, the testing. He's not going to pass it. And there's yeah. money There is money to be made. So mm -hmm. it, regardless if it happens in UFC or in WWE, yeah. guess what? TKO is going to be making the... The money, and and I believe that that the impossibility has 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 been taken out. It's just 
what TKO and, and the top owner wants, and that's that's what's going to happen. And I think we have a good possibility of having two nights of incredible storyline, and which right now TKO needs it because you don't, you don't want to lose money with your stocks, and uh, you want to create more money. And I think that UFC fans, they love this bad boy. I mean, Conor McGregor is that villain that you love to hate, but at the same time, you know, he's like an idol. You know, I mean, yeah. how many guys? How many guys could get away with throwing chairs to a bus? Yeah. I mean, it, without being a WWE storyline. No. So to me, it's like, you know, it's like life imitating any storyline uh, from WWE or even even in the crazy world that we live today. It's, yeah. It was like watching one of those videos on the internet that you say, "Wow, what what." What happened here? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I think that's really good. I think it's really smart business. I really do think it's really smart business. Um, <clears throat> now, for those, I see there's a lot of comments in the uh, um, side chat. Thank you very much. If you want it on the screen, go ahead and uh, uh, hop. Go ahead and uh, include a super chat with it, and we will put it on the screen and answer any questions for the that we have here. Now, I do think it's very, very smart business when it comes to what you just said. Now, because of the UFC sanctions and things like that, you know, there's a lot more restrictions when it comes to testing and stuff like that. But at the same time, like you said, there's lesser sanctions when it comes to WWE as far as um, states are concerned because WWE yeah. is considered sports entertainment. So, hey, we, had the, we had the case with Brock Lesnar. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Brock could, couldn't get that that big fight with UFC yep. because of that situation. Yep, and yep. you know how long you, you need to wait for you to get another testing. It's not like I yeah. missed today and in two weeks you're gonna get it. Yep. So so to me, it's like, that is the world, if, if, it, if it can happen in a world uh, of sports entertainment, it, it will be WWE because it's just a whole different uh, yeah. way of measuring it. Absolutely, because when you're come when you're when you're dealing with like true combat sports, you have to deal. With, I mean, of course, you know that. But for the listener, you have to deal with like state commissions and things like that, and that's one of the biggest reasons why uh, Vince McMahon shifted over from pro wrestling to sports entertainment, not only to get that wider, you know, type of branding, but he had to deal with a lot of states, you know, that, that, that had a lot of restrictions when it comes to pro wrestling. And so a lot of state commissions were like, no, we can't have this. We got to have this. And there's a lot of uh, restrictions and there, there's a lot of guidelines that you have to follow. But when it's, a sports entertainment when it's built a sports entertainment there's a lot less restrictions that you have to go with and so to your point hugo this thing wouldn't necessarily i mean this isn't like this doesn't have to f uh, fall under all the combat sports requirements and guidelines and restrictions this is a sports entertainment showcase of a U of two ufc people calling each other out on a sports entertainment platform, so the ability to do that would be uh, more accessible than an actual UFC fight. And we know that it's viable because we have seen uh, NFL players in the past yep. being involved in WWE storylines, even battle royals and all of that, because uh, uh, they uh, they accept the fact that they're they're sports players or or or, or, or that they belong to to the teams. Uh, the owners will not mind because they. 
they they like to to see those headlines of NFL players. Right. And you know, of course, that WWE or any company uh, that knows what the heck uh, they're doing, uh, they treat them as guests. And and when you are a good host. You gotta make your your yeah. guest look good. So yeah. to me, they're like superheroes invited to the entertainment world of uh, of WWE, and they love it because yeah. the majority of them they like to see uh, uh, what they do, the the boys and the girls of wrestling do, and to see themselves right there. I mean, I remember the Floyd Mayweather. Mm-hmm. Floyd Mayweather got remember that big show thing oh, that yeah. they did. I mean. Uh, Mayweather went out of his way. No, he legit broke his nose, right? Yes, yes, and and he was like, "Wow!" And no, Big Show was no complaint. It was it was like good for the business. Mm -hmm. So Mayweather actually learned more from being around these guys that are good in the mic because that's what's made him money. Mm -hmm. The the mic, the 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 billing, the guy with the money, all of that, and doing the 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 angle with with. Uh, with the big show, I saw him like on camera and off camera. And when he was off camera, he was like one of the boys. Mm. He loved the fact that he could do this with people that he has grown, you know, yeah. like from the kid. And now he he was becoming one of the superheroes. And he it was like a David and Goliath storyline. And 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 boom, he put people from his company mm-hmm. to do publicity. I mean, that's out of his own budget, not what WWE or Vince had made the deal with him, but but he loved it. He put his trucks and all of that because uh, he was really committed. And, and I believe that uh, a lot of the UFC fighters, they they love doing stuff with, 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 with our people who like with wrestlers WWE because they were like, they grew up loving Mm-hmm. This superhero, good guys and villains, and now they have an opportunity of doing that. And of course, they know that WWE is also like a big, big, big business, especially now with the TKO brand and whatever you do now. It's not just WWE or UFC. You're doing TKO, and they are giants. And and I believe that they are not going to stop there. I believe that they're going to try. I think they already did, and they couldn't buy another sports league or something. But I think they did try already i can't remember what they did but i think tko will not stop with this i think they will expand mm-hmm. i think that if they if they thought vince was crazy with trying to do the xfl i think that dwayne johnson the rock is one of the directors because i believe that the vision of tko is like huge mm-hmm. I, I don't know if they're going to even create their own sport or whatever they're going to do but i know it's big for Dwayne for the rock to be there because this is a very bright like they even say it uh branding is a specialty because you know how many guys uh could get paid millions of dollars for a movie and then the same company has to pay him two millions for him to promote it on his you know media yeah, you know that yeah. that is that is brilliant and i think that we we haven't stopped uh, yeah. uh, 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 imagining what uh tk they just gotta you know pray that this yeah. Vince things get settled so they could concentrate on whatever they're going. And whatever they're going, I think it's going to really shock the world because I don't think they're going to stop with just uh, UFC and WWE. I think that they're going for something perhaps even bigger than UFC and WWE because the the way that you just see them, uh, the way they're evolving Mm -hmm. and, and not putting Dwayne there, 
I think movies, I think that another sport, I think uh, shows, I think, I, I, just, I just think that we don't even have an, an idea of how big uh, TKO wants to be. Yeah, absolutely. So um, you mentioned uh, Vince McMahon and one of the biggest <clears throat> buzzing topics out right now is not only the Vince McMahon with Janelle Grant, um, there's stories resurfacing of Ashley Mazzaro. Unfortunately, you know, she's no longer with us and more stories resurfacing as far as what happened uh, overseas with the, uh, with the, with the military uh, uh, troops event. Now you were there uh, during the time that Ashley Mazzaro was there. Mm -hmm. Um, Lovely person. Yeah. Lovely. Did you pick up any just mood changes or just the, just her overall demeanor while she was there with WWE? Now, a lot of stuff is public now. Her best friend has been on uh, News Nation as far as just, you know, saying situations with a garling when they did do the tribute to troops. Now, not, that story's been out for quite a while now as far as just allegations of her being, you know, sexually assaulted um, during the uh, uh, overseas events and the tribute to the troops event and so it's public information as far as what her best friend uh, is is saying this has been out for a while now years but her best friend is kind of putting more um, meat uh, on there as, as far as putting more layers to that story, explaining what Ashley told her, what happened, some details. Now fill us in on what you're aware of when it comes to that story and just how Ashley was backstage. And if you did notice any type of mood changes or demeanors while she was there based on that timeline. Yeah. Before this, this part of, of, of this horrible, you know, episode or Pandora's box, uh, whatever you want to call it, uh, happened. There was an interview with, with somebody that I really like, and he's very honest, uh, Paul London. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I've done my own international shows, and uh, this guy is so passionate about the business. I'm, I'm always scared to have him on because he he is like a daredevil. I mean, I'm always afraid of what he's going to do uh, because he's going to hurt himself. He just it's crazy. But he's such a, a, a human being. And when he said uh, this is only like the tip of the iceberg, yeah. you know, wow. And because yeah. I, I knew that he was very close to Ashley, uh, I said, oh, my goodness. And yeah. I reported in Lucha Libre Online and I said, wow, this is uh, this. This is very serious. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, then we had the, the, the one of the best friends from Ashley talk. And uh, whatever happened, uh, we were like, in, in my case, I, I, I did play by play, but also uh, helped produce and, and uh, most of the new markets at the time, Korea and all of that, uh, I was in charge. They made the business to sell the show. And then I uh, was introduced to their main TV producer and the play-by-play guys, if, if it was Russians or Koreans or whatever. And it was my uh, my duty to train the producer and listen to the play-by-play guys and make him uh, not to do an American WWE show, but to make uh, uh, the, the right calls to make it like their show. 
you know, yeah. their show to make it work on there. And I spend a lot of hours uh, at the studio, a lot of hours. And and when you spend a lot of hours at the studio, you get to hear uh, things that you want to hear and things that you don't want to hear. Yeah. And uh, I don't remember, I don't recall, and I talked to her more than just a few times, and uh, I did not see that that much uh, uh, difference. Uh, but in my case, like I could tell you, I only opened up in my own case in my book, uh, Atangana, Ring of Temptations, Ring de Tentaciones. That was the first time that I told uh, my story that I, I was raped in Ecuador, my country, mm. when I was seven, I was eight. So it took me years to to come out because uh, in our business, uh, uh, if you if you dare to speak about being raped or stuff like that, or if you have uh, like in my case, uh, after my wife died, it's been like a little bit over four years. My 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 older sister died like four days after. It wow. shook my world. So I know what it is to suffer. I know what it is to be so depressed that uh, you have to function. And it is so hard, yet you don't want to speak sometimes because uh, they say, no, that's going to make you look weak. Or in my case, they even told me, you know, they might not hire you because if they know you're yep. going through uh, depression and anxiety and all of that. And, and I think that, remember, this, this is not happening right now where more talent has been uh, opening up about personal crisis yeah. and all of that. So I don't know if at the time, uh, she was trying to be strong and not to tell that part of the story. But uh, what it's amazing is that this this didn't happen in any place. This happened, according to that, in Kuwait and on a military base. Yeah. And and if that is the case, we're talking about not just a secret between Vince McMahon and Ashley or two people. This is this is the 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 military forces of the number one power for nation in the world that says in God we trust. Yes. And and if that was the if that was the case, how horrible it it was and it is. If that happened, that uh, somebody went to the grave, and perhaps uh, a lot of it had to do with not being able to 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 have peace on that. And that's why when when sometimes they they when I when I risk taking Jeff Hardy uh, uh, and Matt Hardy had the, I had the Hardys against the Young Bucks way before they they, they created that in AEW. And uh, they said, what are you doing that? I said, so, well, you know, in order for Jeff to recover, you know, he's got to get treatment, but he cannot be locked up in the house because those demons that as a pastor, I could tell you that you have to, of course, I believe in praying, but also believe that you have to keep active, you know, do productive stuff so you you just don't uh, survive. You live again. And I think that uh, uh, this, this whole situation, it is so horrible because if, if it's told like it, it happened you you say well how how can a human being uh do this to another to another person yeah and and how could how could you know the most powerful nation in the world you know uh let this happen because this is this happened on a military base in in kuwait so yeah. there the law it's the military 
and uh, WWE are the guests. So in that world, like like we do right now, like the tribute to the truth, I've been doing that for years now with with Triple A, and uh, and when we do it, uh, like I just did uh, uh, one of their big ones, and they do it on a military base, and no guests from outside are allowed, only mm -hmm. the soldiers and their families, and they gotta go through so much security. And from the dressing rooms, uh, there is like on the female dressing room, there are two female soldiers right outside. And no guys, even like uh, uh, Conan, that is a head uh, creative or whatever, they gotta call the girls out into where the gorilla position is, where uh, everybody's there. Like there's there's a female producer, our director is a it's a woman too, and they're there. So so in the military base that we do our shows, there is even more protection. And like uh, the men's bathroom, uh, you when you go to the men's bathroom, there's like five different security zones that you gotta go and there's like two soldiers inside mm. inside the bathroom mm. they're not like watching what you do but they're out there they will turn sure. back but so i don't know how this could have happened on a military base because remember when this was happening i believe even in one of them they weren't being shot yep. <laughs> you know remember that they were filming it and they would be yeah. shot at the same time mm. so it's horrendous yeah. If it happened like like it's been said, it happened. It's horrible from yeah. from the military point to WWE. It should have never happened, and even more more sad that that this could have been a top uh, reason why she couldn't take it and uh, yeah. she committed suicide. But of course, we know that it doesn't take to be raped to get to this point because we know the Japanese young star in Japan that yep. she was bullied on the internet and she couldn't take yep. it. And I don't want to, I don't want to, uh, nobody to say, oh, because they're women. No, I mean, it's horrible. I've been hurt. I've been doing this for over 51 years. And sometimes people could be so cruel and you got to understand that when you're in this business, you got to learn to, to deal with that. But if, if what happened to Ashley was that, you could imagine that if it's 24 hours a day in our human clock in this adventure that we go through uh, in Earth, uh, it's already rough. No. Uh, you could imagine what she was fighting with because I could raise my hand and tell you that even being a pastor and man of prayer and, and it's been rough dealing with my, my situation and I, I had to come out and say it in, in my book and now when, especially when I preach on uh, to the youth and or, or, or when I do once for leadership where there's like the big bosses of companies I come out and I say you know because you have to that was before this thing happened mm -hmm. I, I always say to them uh, because you have the power to rule in your company it doesn't mean you have the power to destroy people mm. and and I say uh, uh, the leader would always select the best yeah. in every way and that includes yourself so I'm, I'm i'm like i said i worked for vince for 17 years and my first year i worked out of one of his mansions in in connecticut and i spent uh when you worked for vince creative and i worked at a time where the group was just uh uh, uh, uh pat patterson mm -hmm. bruce pritcher 
Brother Love and myself. And then later came uh, Jerry Briscoe. And assistants were Stephanie and Shane, because they, they, they were not like the big people that were that became later on. They were assistants to us. And, 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 and Vince had a rule that, you know, we could not treat them like they were uh, his children. They had to obey and do it right. So I, I saw uh, what I saw. And, and I, I have told people that at the plane, I saw uh, 36,000 feet. I saw in, in this private plane, uh, Vince opened up the bottle of Jack Daniels, and we all drank from that. That was way before I became a pastor. Uh, and, and we all drank, and we saw, I got to see uh, uh, Brock Lesnar and Vince going at it. <laughs> wrestling in the plane. I mean, this is like the millionaire boss, yeah. you know, drinking Jack Daniels with all of us. And I saw him wrestle him 34,000 feet in the middle against Brock Lesnar. And they were not, this was like, you know, the amateur shoot wrestling. And uh, I saw that, I saw Kurt Angle. I mean, I saw crazy stuff, but nothing that was at that level. I saw like the beginning of the relationship that no one knew between Stokoe and, uh, uh, wow, what's the name of Deborah? Deborah, when well, nobody knew, I knew the story with uh, H and Lita before it exploded. Uh, the Triple H and Stephanie, when when nobody knew that, and and of course you keep your mouth shut. But that was like something of a romantic uh, situation that perhaps the Lita and, and H was you know like forbidden because of, he was married and all that. But uh, I worked with Vince for a whole year and a half working out of his mansion and traveling with him. And I never saw that. And people say, oh, you're covering him. No, I, first of all, I'm a pastor. And second, I haven't worked for them in, man, over 80 years or nine years. And I don't have to cover for no one. I just tell you that what I saw, uh, and I saw this man giving me a second opportunity after I went to jail, uh, you know, I became a drug addict, alcoholic, and, you know, had uh, two overdoses and all that. And he gave me an opportunity again. And, and I recall one, and perhaps you have never heard this, and I will tell you right now, we were working on a storyline for Stone Cold, and, and Vince will not take phone calls. And this phone call he took, uh, one of his assistants came in, and he took, so I said, man, it must be Linda or, so, you know, something big, an executive from, because he, you know, he was like, when it was creative time, there was no interruptions. And he stood up and took the phone call. Then he came back, sat down, and he said, it was Ernie, Ernie the big cat lad. Mm -hmm. and, and he took his phone call. And then he looked at Pat, Bruce, and myself, and 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 and, and re remember that at this time I, I I have not accepted Christ. I was no pastor. I was doing drugs and everything. And he said to us, and Ernie said that Jesus loves me. Hmm. And and he would always take the phone call uh, from Ernie. There was never like no, tell him I'm busy. And. So I learned in a lot of ways that a lot of the stuff they said, no, the, the race card and all of that. I said, well, I'm Spanish. I wasn't even Mexican or Puerto Rican. I'm Ecuadorian. So, it, it, you know, I was not even on that racket. And, and mm -hmm. I saw this man uh, do a lot of great things. Mm -hmm. So to me, to me uh, all this stuff right now that it's happening, I said, wow, this is not what I saw. And I, worked, I was there 17 years. Mm -hmm. And I spent a lot of time 
I was not just the Spanish announcer. Uh, no, I was producer. I was uh, creative, and uh, I spent a lot of hours and worked around a lot of employees, female and male, and uh, did not did not hear any of that. I'm not saying it didn't happen. I'm saying that I, I became an American citizen, and uh, the the law says that that you are innocent until proven guilty in a court of law. And I said that that you know that's that's what I believe in, and I still believe that. And, and trust me, I could for me to stand by that. It takes a lot because uh, they did a case for me that. Uh, uh, I could have done eight years in jail because I did not turn witness to uh, the guy that was selling me drugs that was a big guy in, in Connecticut. And I said, no, I was stupid enough to get in this trouble. I am not going to be with this and have somebody kill my, my sons or my wife or my mother. Yeah. And the, the evidence they, they took out, it was so, so wrong because I was doing a pay-per-view out of all places in Winnipeg, Winnipeg. The land of Jericho and and, and Omega, the, mm -hmm. you know, so far, no mountains, just like a straight road all the way there. And the second case they had me was on a night that I was doing a pay-per-view uh, what was uh, the Lakers house at the Staple Center. So I know what it is to be in a situation where they said I did something and I say, hey, I was a drug addict. I was an alcoholic, but... I never had to sell drugs because I made good money. Mm -hmm. But it, it almost happened to me. I had like three situations uh, hanging around with the wrong crowd, which is always bad, that I could have done 10, 12 years. Of. So I always give credit to people. And I always said, if you live in the United States, uh, the law says you're innocent and proven guilty. I have a friend, I have a friend in Mexico that uh, he is, uh, uh, he's one of the guys from the new generation. Uh, he's in jail. He had a, like an incident with his, his girl, uh, girlfriend, Stephanie Backer or something like that, Chilean uh, girl, and she put him uh, in jail, accused him of uh, uh, hitting her and, and threatening the, her life. And there is different. You're guilt, you are guilty till proven innocent and, and no, no bond. He's been no criminal record. Uh, he's been in jail for over 11 months, and you cannot. They're fighting now to get him out. But regardless of what happens in his case, he's been in jail already for close to a year yeah. until he gets his day in court. In other countries, you don't get your day in court in one month or two months. In a lot of places, you stay there with criminals and everybody else until uh, you have your your. Decor. So this thing, this thing is horrible, mm -hmm. and I don't know how this is gonna pan out because I, I believe I was just telling our Lucha Libre online person Javier uh, Gonzalez uh, tonight that I was gonna be on on on, on Sports Kita, and I said, you know, it is it is as crazy as it sounds. I just feel like there's gonna be more stories because uh, there's so much money to be made that a lot of people are gonna take advantage and uh, that nothing really happened to them and they're gonna be joining this case uh, to see if they could get compensations mm -hmm. of millions of dollars because a lot of times uh, it hurts a company more, the scandal, than yeah. if you're innocent or, or you're guilty. So this is horrible as, 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 as much as you wanna say this or that, it's not good for wrestling. Of course, it's not good for WWE. But it is so sad that a man so brilliant, uh, uh, like Vince McMahon, that created from the original uh, product, uh, made it, uh, you know, part of TKO, 
sold it for more money than UFC was bought. Uh, and for him to to end for his legacy to be this cruel white man that took advantage of people that worked under him if that is the case how horrible yeah it is not just for him but imagine imagine his grandkids imagine linda stephanie uh shane all the people that are working for him right now from the male wrestlers to female wrestlers to makeup artists, directors, the ring crew, everybody. And then we have to talk also about uh, the companies that do business with them. I mean, you know, at some point, uh, if this gets out of hand, that's why I'm saying right now, The Rock is saving WWE because going into WrestleMania, this could have been the worst, worst, time ever the worst wrestlemania ever and and don't remember don't forget that philadelphia boston and new york they're like the toughest clientele in our business yeah. I, I don't care if you're wwe or nfl or nba uh or now i also gotta put hockey in there those are tough crowds and then you know the subway series my mets and the yankees i mean this is these are the best fans and also the most rough rough fans and and that's what that's where wrestlemania is happening yeah two nights two nights try to stop try to stop two nights of signs <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 yeah all right well we gotta roll uh in 90 seconds or less uh we do have the <clears throat> i do want to respect the super chat so thank you kenny 699 all right, in 90 seconds or less, uh, Hugo, answer this question. Hugo, the man, why always the special Spanish announcer's table exploded and not the other one with Jerry Lawler and Jim Ross' favorite memory with them? Oh, my God. It, it was, we were like uh, that, that show on Comedy Central. I, we were like the Kennys, like the Kenny of, of WWF. Yeah, South Park. And if, if, yeah, South Park. If the show was about to end, yeah. And the people would start screaming, the Spanish table, they just loved it. It was like, like uh, you know, uh, that happening to Carlos and Hugo, the Spanish table was like the seal of a good night in wrestling. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Good stuff, man. All right. Once again, let the listeners know where to find you before we uh, head out, man. It's been a pleasure uh, to get your insight today. Yes. And please respond to our girl. I love uh, Brickhouse, uh, Camille. Okay. Uh, she's gonna she's gonna do something big on her on her, on her YouTube channel tomorrow. She said about where what WWE, AEW, or where she's gonna end up. Whoever gets her will get a great wrestler. I love her to do the, the shows with her. It's always been exciting, and I just feel bad that you have to fight to have great talent in a company. That that yeah. hurts me. And they could find me in Lucha Libre online. And of course, I do a lot of preaching. I do a lot of conferences. I am real. I'm the crazy blonde guy with all the cuts that it just turned 65, but I still feel like I could do it. And it's just so sad that Sting is going to have his retirement match. And uh, Flair asked us, Carlos Cabrera, me to do the Spanish. And Sting will have his last match with the worst Spanish play-by-play in history. AEW Spanish, it's even worse than WWE. And right now, that's, that is saying a lot because WWE... Uh, it's horrible. They're Spanish. Uh, Carlos Cabrera was uh, 
fired and there's nobody right now with knowledge of wrestling and and passion of wrestling and and, and unfortunately in the american uh part of the business they just think that if, if you are an ex-wrestler or you did something in radio in spanish that's enough and you know that when there is a good wrestling aficionado uh they know when you're faking it or you don't know anything and you know it's just bad i'm doing play-by-play now for for game the the video game wars they do i'm doing one and i know that i could do the play-by-play but right next to me i have during the night i have like four analysts that each are experts in each variation of the game because I respect it. So to me, it's not a check. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to do it, I'm going to have somebody that really knows what, what they're talking about, those video games, because that's another world. So that's what I do, find the Lucha Libre online, and always a pleasure to do uh, anything with Sports Kita, because you guys keep it real, and there's always quality, and there's passion to whatever story you guys cover. You know, we could take it to the bank. Very nice, man. This guy right here is Hugo Savinovich. I am Dr. Chris. This is Unscripted. Have a good night, everybody. So long.